Hi, today is November 8th. Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said of this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in NVIDIA and Tesla. Thanks. Okay, uh, so just to get started with this week's uh, plays, we have earnings coming up for Plug Power, uh, Workhorse, Canopy Growth, Aurora, McDonald's before open on Monday. After close on Monday, you have Beyond Meat, Tilray, and Nicola, as well as Ring Central. Before open on Tuesday, nothing much. After close on Tuesday, you have Rocket Mortgages, Datadog, Lyft, Tencent, Grocery Outlet. Before open on Wednesday, you have Lemonade. Uh, after close on Wednesday, you have Purple. Before open on Thursday, you have Wix and Energizer. Bef- after open on Thursday, you have Cisco, Applied Materials, Walt Disney, and Palantir. Before open on Friday, you have DraftKings. All right. Uh, so to talk about earnings this week, um, just some notable things uh, with Biden being our president now. Uh, weed stocks have gone up through the roof. Um, you see that ACB or Aurora has gone up nearly 50%. So all other weed stocks, because they're in the same sector, are also go, going to go up uh, around 50% or have already gone up 50%. Um, and weed stocks report on Monday. Um, I've had a pretty negative opinion of weed stocks um, up until, well, still now. Uh, I can't advise any new trader or new investor to invest in weed stocks just because the realm is so new. So it's much better to practice or get better at, you know, more traditional forms of investing such as maxing out your IRA and buying stock in more notable companies like blue chip stocks um, and getting better and more comfortable there before venturing into higher growth slash weed stocks um, and then getting got because what you want to do is build up your nest egg where you feel comfortable and you feel like you want to continue doing this as a fun hobby or something for retirement and then venture out and to do things that are more um, more risky. So you owe it to yourself to really do some due diligence here because you will see a lot of weed news going into this week because Monday um, you, you're just going to see a lot of green for weed, no pun intended there. Um, and yeah, so weed stocks have gone up because Biden is much more uh, or is very, <laughs> very much less conservative um, than what was previously instated. And so weed stocks have gone up just a tad bit. Something to also note is that Applied Materials reports on Thursday. Uh, applied Materials being a semiconductor stock, which will absolutely affect all semi- other semiconductor companies such as AMD and more notably NVIDIA. NVIDIA reporting the week after this week. So if you're planning to play NVIDIA for earnings, which you know is inherently dangerous, you want to make sure that you're paying attention to Applied Materials, which reports after close on Thursday. One other thing to note here is that some companies that have IPO'd this year uh, are reporting this week. That includes Rocket Companies, uh, Palantir, as well as DraftKings, and Lemonade. Um, It's just going to be interesting to see where they go and how they report their numbers. 
Um, you know, IPOing this year was absolutely like probably the worst thing for your IPO. Um, but we'll see how they report their numbers and see what the price action is after that. One more thing to note is that since the presidential elections uh, has started, volatility steadily grew. And as it went down the wire, volatility skyrocketed. Um, later into the presidential election voting process, um, volatility since then has plummeted. Uh, Biden is now our projected winner. And with all that uncertainty uh, out of the question, uh, we are looking at a time where it is not optimal to sell options uh, because there's the volatility premium on all the options like macro wide or market wide uh, it the volatility premium just isn't there i personally will continue to sell options just because it's just how i represent my platform and i like experimenting with things but right now is probably the time where if you've debated you know hey i want to start a long portfolio uh, I want to maybe buy some leaps. I want to experiment with these strategies that uh, excel during environments of low volatility. Um, th this is a time where you want to probably act on those. And one more thing, and I promise this is the last thing. Um, this is this should just be a lesson to anybody that you know. You go on Wall Street Bets. You go on our options. You go on our Theta Game. You go on all these different subreddits, and in every single one of these subreddits, you're going to hear about someone saying like, "Oh, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of uncertainty, so I'm going to buy VIX calls." That is a very beginner move. Right, at least with that thesis, is that like, oh, I project there's gonna be lots of uncertainty, so I'm gonna just buy this derivative. The thing with VIX is that VIX itself is super volatile. Whenever volatility goes up a lot, it goes down a lot. It, it doesn't have the relationship where like it just gradually starts increasing upwards. There's a very like precise moment in time where volatility spikes, and you'll see that in the graph uh, multiple times. So if you catch yourself in that environment where volatility is like nonstop increasing, if you weren't in those calls before, like if you didn't start hedging before volatility went up, you're going to be in a spot where you're going to be probably uh, either catching the falling knife if you join super late or you're just going to be part of the rocket ship going up, but you don't know what exact when exactly it's going to start correcting. And when it corrects, it corrects really, really fast. So the importance of playing something like VIX or you know the volatility index is that you need to go in with a plan. You can't just go in thinking like, okay, the world's going to end soon, and I think volatility is going to rise, and I'm going to buy like a few hundred options of VIX. It doesn't work like that. Because when you buy a when you buy hundreds of VIX, uh, that can go make you a lot of money really quickly, and it could lose you a lot of money really quickly, no matter like how far in time uh, you choose your expiration date. And of course, VIX has uh, a very particular way that their options expire, which you need to do your own due diligence on as well. Um, but yeah, that's just something to be said about the volatility index is that it goes up really fast, but it goes down really fast, which could be said about like a lot of other options, but this is your like formal warning that you need to absolutely know what you're doing with VIX because you need to have a plan. If you go in with a plan that's, that deems yourself to be this profit that says, okay, the world's going to end. I'm going to go in on VIX. If the world ends, your money isn't worth anything at the end of the day. 
And so you need to have this like max profit that you have in mind, right? So you tell yourself, if VIX reaches this level, I'm going to sell at this price. If VIX goes down too far down below this level, I'll sell at that price. But if you go in and you buy VIX, VIX calls, and you think the world is going to end, well, at the very tip, 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 top, you're not going to know exactly when it's going to stop. And so you need to come up with that number of when you're satisfied and you'll be willing to sell. Because once that reversal starts to happen, you're going to get got and you're not going to be able to sell in time. So just a warning and also a helpful message of the you know volatility being low and uh, uh, right now might be the best time to buy stocks or you know buy those leaps. But of course, exercise your own risk, uh, your risk appetite. Exercise your own risk appetite and make sure you don't go all in in these uh, volatile s- situations. I guess, because just because uh, the presidential election has happened, there could be more volatility uh, ahead, uh, but there could also be a Christmas rally. No one knows, no one ever knows, and anybody that does say they know is lying, and it's uh, just part of being real. Okay, so I want to do something that I haven't done in quite a while. I want to talk about my personal plays um, like this week and last week. Um, I was previously a owner of Unity Shares, um, but because I was green on my Collector's Universe position, um, and during all this uncertainty that we just talked about with volatility and VIX, um, I wanted to exit out of my more risky positions or more higher growth oriented positions. So I sold out of Unity for a profit, and I also sold out of CLCT for a profit. And just as a reminder, you guys and girls always know which stocks I'm long on uh, in the very beginning of the episode when I say uh, I have shares of NVIDIA and Tesla and blah, blah, blah. And with that said, um, during these uncertain times, during when the market was going down, uh, my Discord knows, my patrons know that I've been buying stock. And so my patrons have also been buying stock. And so now we're kind of seeing the fruits of our labor pay off. Um, It's important to know when exactly and what exactly to sell. And this this answer will not always be obvious, right? Because you don't know if the market's going to keep going up and you don't know if the market's going to keep going down. And I have a lot of poker players that uh, follow me and there's a lot of uh, similarities between trading and poker, right? Like poker, people call it a lot of it luck, but I consider it managed luck. If you can min-max each scenario to make sure that you know you never lose your full pot early in the game, or I don't know, maybe if you have a small enough pot, you actually do go all in and you send something, right? Um, there's a, just just so many similarities. Um, what I did with my Unity and CLCT position during the uncertain times was, hey, I thought well, I thought to myself, hey, uh, I'm like talking to myself in third person, hey, I'm up on these. Um, and you know, I've already made a good chunk of money on these and, uh, my other positions might end up going red, um, during due, due to the election, I might lose my gains here. So why don't I, uh, realize my gains on my higher growth positions, sell out of those and then buy the dip on my bigger, safer positions in case of there's a downturn, right? You could have easily, if you know maybe you had my same trades going on you could have easily said hey clct is up 
and Unity is up. These are killing it. These are going to help my portfolio no matter what. Uh, and I'm not going to sell these. And that could have actually turned out better for me if I did not sell them. But what happened was uh, it helped my mindset, right? You always have to protect yourself from your max loss scenario. If you get yourself in a position where you're fully invested or maybe you're even using margin and you put yourself susceptible to a margin call, you need to make sure that if the market continued to drop down another like 10%, another 20%, you have to be okay, right? Like you don't want to get yourself into a scenario where you feel stuck. Imagine a scenario where you could have exited some of your higher growth, riskier position for a profit, and then the market goes down. Well, now you have a good sum of money to help other positions or buy other new positions on a dip, right? And it's it's this it's this balance of profit versus, um, you know, just account management that you always have to do. And it's something that I'm always learning, and something that you know everyone else is always learning. Um, but it's just something I wanted to bring to the forefront um, as I talk about my stock positions. Uh, I'm now long on Nvidia and Tesla, um, though I don't want to go too deep into why I'm long on them right now. Um, but it's just something to be said. Like I'm, I'm all in, or not all in. I'm all, I am in Nvidia and Tesla. All right, one more thing before we move on to today's topic. You owe it to yourself to hang around. Uh, with neutral traders, right? You can imagine during all that uncertainty, even Junie gets psyched out, right? Like I sold my CLTC shares and my Unity shares for a profit, but I still did sell my shares. I could have called for doom. I could have said, this market is doomed. We are going to zero, right? But I didn't. I stuck with my plan. I stuck with, you know, my, okay, my, 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 Okay, with that on my system, uh, I stuck with my plan, but I didn't push my opinion onto others. I didn't say like, okay, everyone should sell their shares, everyone should do this, everyone should do that. I just basically said what I've done and what I was comfortable with so that it might spark some inspiration in others to do the same, just to be more, uh, you know, more pay more attention to the potential max loss of a potential downturn but the downturn hasn't happened as much uh, in other sectors as it has for tech because it had an amazing rally upwards um but yeah you owe it yourself to not listen to people that are always on the bearish side or people that are always on the bullish side um it's hard enough already when you're doing dd to find opposite opinion like how many times have you tried to trade earnings and then you you're bullish on a company just like from the get-go and then like maybe you're bullish on like activision blizzard or something and you like go on google activision blizzard earnings expectations or something and you start looking at that and then you only start looking only at the bullish perspectives, right? And then you look at the bearish perspective and you're like, ah, eh, that's not that's not right. There's, there's no way. You owe it to yourself to when you start looking at due diligence, always start with the opposite side, right? That's at least what I do if I do decide to do due diligence on something. But I haven't quite needed to do that in a good while. I mean, besides my Tesla position, that's well, actually new. <laughs> So I take that back. So I've done it. 
um, very recently. Um, I just forgot. So Tesla position, um, you know, I go on YouTube. YouTube is a really good asset for a, a lot of uh, stock information now. You just have to take everything with a grain of salt. Always look for that disclaimer to see whether or not they own the stock. But like videos on like why you should not invest in Tesla are the first ones that I will look at. And then I might just look at like why the Tesla battery is superior or like all that all the all the stuff that goes into investing in Tesla that every investor should know. All right, uh, this is the nerdy bit of when I talk about the website, the new ThetaGang.com website updates. Um, there's quite a few, um, one of which the wheel tracker will be talking about as the main topic of today's podcast. Uh, but one of the cooler things that I managed to get in or squeeze in this week is that the site is now tracking errors and uh, bugs uh, automatically at least the ones that could be caught automatically. So it's giving me 100% more visibility into when users have trouble, um, which is, yeah, it's it's a it's a game changer. I already see a few errors that I need to fix uh, because you can't always trust your users to send in like a nice bug report or like screenshots and all that stuff. So just taking a little bit more ownership of the entire process um, is a good feeling for me. Um, another thing to note is that along with the wheel tracker, there are like very, very minor UX updates across like the entire site. Like as I was building the wheel tracker, um, I noticed that like I could be fixing a few things here. Like the profit loss symbol on your profile page is now bigger. Um, the on the website, um, the the when you're logged in for your profile card, you only see the ad comment page on the front page, which is where the comments go. Um, because previously people were adding a comment thinking it would add a comment to a post that they were on where they actually needed to click on the reply button. Um, I understand that the UX of the website still needs a lot of work, um, but as, I, as I'm building out the new social features for quarter one, 2021, uh, like being able to follow someone, follow a specific type of trade. I don't know what I quite want to do there yet. Um, I will be keeping these UX changes or UX pitfalls in mind and try my best to fix them. Um, I use the site just like everybody else. I don't have any like fancy UI that's like better than anybody or anything. Like I definitely eat my own dog food here. <laughs> um, I make sure that like uh, if I don't like using it, I'm pretty sure a lot of other people don't like using it. And I try to keep that mentality the entire time. Um, yeah. And then let's just talk about the wheel tracker just a little bit, just to preface the next section, the wheel tracker, um, isn't so much only a wheel tracker. The wheel tracker keeps track of your stock positions for you. Um, and it's just a good tidbit of making sure that like you're able to uh, keep track of your cost basis. Um, you know, your cost basis is adjusted for you as you buy and sell stock. Um, but the best part of it is that you can continue trading like you normally do on ThetaGain.com. 
And if you have a stock position, say for example, I have a Tesla stock position open and I write a covered call on the website, like I log a covered call. When I close that covered call, it will automatically get added to my Tesla stock position and it will adjust the cost basis for me. This is extremely, extremely helpful for the people that already have an Excel sheet because one of the most annoying parts of the Excel sheet is if you don't have it properly set up, then there's a good chance that you're doing math on a calculator every time you buy a stock position or close an option position, and it's really annoying. And so I'm trying to bring that Excel sheet into ThetaGang.com and makes it just makes everyone's life a little bit easier. Um, but before we jump into the next section where I'm going to be talking about the wheel tracker more, um, this is not the full solution, right? This is very much the V1 of the solution that I think is the you know, minimal viable product that I can ship that will help people, especially me, because I'm, I really, really dislike having my information uh, like everywhere. I'd rather just consolidate everything in just one platform, and which is, you know, the whole, the whole thing about ThetaGang is like, I want to make sure that you don't have to log into like two Excel sheets or like, you know, go into something else making sure that like you feel comfortable and you feel like data game is fast enough um, where you know the pitfalls of not being able to customize your own spreadsheet uh, is out overshadowed by the convenience of just having one platform and just the simplicity of it. So stick around for more details um, and I'll see you in the next section. Okay, uh, after reflecting on what I've said about the wheel tracker already, uh, I'll just keep this section short. Um, the wheel tracker is not only for the wheel. You can absolutely just keep track of your stocks that you buy and sell um, through the wheel tracker. It's not labeled the wheel tracker anywhere on the site. Rather, it's just adding a stock position or you know one position gets added for you automatically if you get assigned. Um, one thing that I want to point out, which I might have glossed over in the previous section, is that it's not perfect. This wheel tracker is bound to have bugs that have not even been reported yet. Um, a lot of my patrons have helped with a lot of the bugs already, and I've got those fixed before the official release. Um, and this is just a invite for you to email me at juni at datagang.com if you find anything too annoying or something that isn't working as you expected, or something that you want to be added. I won't reply to every email, as that's just a little bit too much email volume, but I can promise you I'll read it, which is something I've always promised previously, but this is just an invite to help uh, make the wheel tracker better um, that everyone uses, that I use, that you use, and there's a good chance if you want something done to it, other people want it done too. One thing to add about the wheel tracker is that you can go to my profile at twitch.tv slash real gang and you can actually see me code the wheel tracker live. Like I spent about two weeks on this and it's been a long time coming. It was a lot of work. 
Um, I've mentioned before, this is like my fifth time, I think, uh, starting the wheel tracker. So I was able to develop it a little bit faster than I normally would have, like on my first try, just because I kind of knew what I wanted and what I wanted to do. But this is, you know, roughly the form that I want it in when it's in your hands. So if you want to watch me code and want to see how exactly, you know, I develop uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash realthetagang, and there should be some old clips uh, that will expire eventually, but there should be some old clips of me developing the wheel tracker there in case you're interested. Okay, and with that, I just want to end this uh, podcast episode saying one more thing. Uh, if a Christmas rally happens, uh, you know, and, and Christmas rally is just defined as a rally that has, that makes the market go up towards Christmas, essentially. Um, you owe it to yourself, and I know I say that a lot this episode, uh, to not get tricked into signing up for some service or some platform um, when everyone's markets accounts are going up, right? It's easy to trade when the markets go up. Um, everyone is a good trader when markets go up. You just literally buy stock, buy options, buy calls, and you make money. Uh, A lot of people uh, will be trying to scam people and or pretending that they're actually good at this stuff and trying to sell you a service. Um, When you're signing up for a service, make sure you understand like the types of trades that that person does or like does that person show all their their trades. what do you know about that person? What do you not know about that person? And are you willing to be paying this person a X amount of money uh, to give you stock advice? Like, what does that stock advice look like? Does it look like, you know, posting act, like positions of like ideas that they have? Or do they show you the positions that they are in? Is it a mix of both? Um, is it, you know, someone that's willing to go out their way and make sure that you are happy with the service and all that stuff, you, you owe it to yourself because this is a time of, you know, mania that can possibly happen. The Christmas rally is very, uh, infamous, right? Or I guess famous and for a lot of people, um, and everyone's accounts are going to look really good. So you owe it to yourself to look at people's past performance too if they even have that log do they talk about their losers do they do all that good stuff um i'm saying this only because uh my stepdad or my or my dad um is very active investor um and he is retired and he is a big target for people that are scammers and all or people that sell services because you know if you're bored and you are participating in the market and you're retired you have a lot more money than anybody else and that one thousand dollar annual fee does not look anywhere as bad to my dad uh, compared to like a college student and i know as a college student you're very hungry to make money you're you don't have a lot of money so you're better off using that money towards something that's more productive or something that just makes you genuinely happy. Maybe buy a skateboard, buy some magic cards and all that good stuff. Um, So this message was inspired not only by my stepdad, but also a Twitter uh, tweet that I received the other day about how someone thought that my $80 tier was a little bit too expensive and they only have $20 uh, to, you know, help support the website podcast. And in reply, I mentioned that like, Hey, 
uh, don't worry about it. You're not missing out much. And that's it. Right. And then um, I just, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, I don't care about your 20 bucks or I don't care about this. But genuinely, it's not all about the money. And that $20 can be better put to use for, say, like a nice lunch, like a really nice delivered lunch or something uh, that can make you happy and ready to tackle on the week or um, $20 to, you know, buy one more share of whatever stock you might have or a half a share of whatever you might have uh, and you continue saving up uh, money in finance compounds. So it's just like very important. You spend your money wisely uh, in this industry. Um, and, you know, I definitely thank the market for helping me become a better saver. I was not a good saver of money when I was younger, but uh, just seeing what I can rather spend like, you know, a thousand dollars on, uh, I always compare it to the market. Like I could buy this for a thousand dollars or this is equal to two Nvidia shares, right? Like I always do that computational math though. I will buy like a $2,000 guitar because I genuinely like playing the guitar and it inspires me to play. That's <laughs> gives me the energy to pick it up and pretend that I'm the rock star for, you know, the hour that I play, uh, like every other day. Um, but you, Again, one last time, and I swear this last time I say, you owe it to yourself to be responsible with your money and to know what you're signing up for, for anything that you sign up in life. Thanks. All right, as previously mentioned, uh, you can see my uh, development of the wheel tracker and also tune in to the Tuesday live stream at 6 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash realthetagang. You can follow me on Twitch at realthetagang and you can email me at juni at thetagang.com. Thetagang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the Thetagang referral is a huge help. That's Thetagang, one word, all caps. Um, this is just a, another note. If you've already used the code and you think you've qualified with a U.S. account and the 2K minimum, uh, email me at juni at thetagang.com and without hesitation, I will help you get signed up uh, just after verification that you are on the month's list. Um, just want to give a quick extended shout out to Majadir, France, Mike D, Slow Motion, JZN, Mikos, Nand Wackle, JTZ, PFM, DJ Mac 86, Pacro, Cheese, Mitch Brady 7, H Sen, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, Pitlesk 4, Tom Hamas, BK Trade, Baked Potato, Wheaton, Nahler, Cheese, Maltman. Oh, I have cheese on here twice. Beast. Uh, Maltman, NM, Major Hayden, uh, La Little. Uh, Flip Flop, Menno Dum Dum, Grandpa 95, Hassan 789, Leo Jetson, Fancy Wolf, Nate the River, Jacendant Murph Q, Norfist, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner, uh, Decentia, Saltwater Cure, Lord Skeletor, Matthew Hans, Lazy Reservist, The Jester, Crispy Cream Boy, Hermes Kaput, Winnie Jr., Rusty Earth, Shifty, Spazifish, AG, and Ensis88. Want to give another quick shout out to uh, my users in Twitch chat. 
thank you fancy wolf i ambassador jaycon uh Kevino, uh max nate the river skater girl son of witch and tom hannes um as per usual, uh we're getting into the one percent gang tom thought of a really cool idea uh to make me uh think of a way to say waxy in a podcast episode so this is uh, the way i'm using it <laughs> um let's see what else collectibles are at a they're cooling off collectibles are definitely cooling off uh i've mentioned this previously that like collectibles like pokemon cards magic cards have reached all-time highs like they've never reached before especially pokemon um but the buying and the amount of scams um or the amount of scams have gone up for sure and that goes with any sort of mania um but uh when it comes to the buying and demand uh it looks like it's going down right basketball cards are cooling off now that the season's over and uh pokemon cards you know not everyone's just instantly buying the psa 10 shadowless first edition base set stuff um what else can i imagine looking at um nothing nothing really all that crazy um i have about i think like 15 sweaters left uh you can buy that at shop.thetagang.com um and i will promise if i go home and visit my parents i will take the sweaters with me so i can ship them in case if you wanted to give them to another wall street better friend that you have um and maybe i will have some sort of special where if you buy two you'll get some sort of discount so you and your friend can be uh, matchy matchy <laughs> that'd be cool um what else i am just really glad that the elections are over um while there might be some you know volatility and some things that might be said that you know oh you know biden didn't win all that stuff it just feels good that he's won um besides the recount or whatever comes up of that uh the election being done removes a lot of uncertainty in the market uh if we continue to go down like whatever at least we got that out of the way and we could go on to the next topic which is falling back to coronavirus our cases rising yes um our deaths rising not you can't quite tell as of right now um but that's the number that i personally look at is the deaths number um i have a suspicion that like as you know people are visiting family uh they will be more proactive about getting tests and so that's why you might see test cases rise um but as far as deaths that's the main number that i really 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 care about um but this isn't to say that like i don't wear a mask i'm definitely telling you to wear a mask i wear a mask you should wear a mask it's just polite it makes the person next to you not die seems like a pretty pretty cool thing to do um let's see what else uh shout out to my girlfriend she's on rotation in a uh city called Redding, which is like the middle of nowhere in terms of California. Must be really, really boring. Uh, But she reads books, so she's fine because she's smart. Um, What else? What else? Uh, I visit my parents in a week. So my next two podcast episodes uh, will be... Oh, no, my next three episodes will be uh, from my parents' house. I'll be waking up uh with my mom uh and then making her coffee or something uh 
it's gonna be it's gonna be wholesome again it's been like i think a month since i visited my parents i think it's a month yeah i mean just like waking up in the house and then saying good morning to my dad because he always gets up at like five o'clock um like as i walk past the room i say good morning and then my mom's like usually taking a nap on the couch because she's not feeling so good but then i just like tuck her in a little bit more uh yeah it's wholesome stuff anyway uh that's all i got for this week thank you for everyone tuning in to twitch uh and um just listening to the podcast in general i understand that podcasts are kind of hard to listen to uh during quarantine because you have much better options like videos and stuff but i'm coming to youtube and i will be absolutely super excited when i get there (laughs) i just don't know how exactly i'm gonna tackle it i've seen many people do their own thing i'm not trying to do the same thing of anybody i'm trying to come in with my own my own vibe and outlook um but it'll be fun so i will see everybody uh on the podcast next week or sorry i'll see everybody on the tuesday live stream at 6 p.m pacific time um, but otherwise, if you're only a podcast listener, I'll see you uh, next week when I am visiting my parents uh, in NorCal. Thanks. Bye.